Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. My name is Sarah Tulaney. I'm a breast medical oncologist at Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. And today we're going to be discussing what the evidence is for antibody drug conjugates in hormone receptor negative HER2 low metastatic breast cancer. We're all very familiar with the practice changing Destiny Breast 04 study, which really looked at trastuzumab deruxtecan in patients with metastatic HER2 low breast cancer. This trial had taken patients who had received one to two prior lines of chemotherapy in the metastatic setting and had HER2 low disease and randomized them to get TDXD or treatment of physician's choice chemotherapy. The study was really designed to assess progression-free survival within patients of hormone receptor positive disease, which comprised about 480 patients in this trial, but did have an exploratory subset that focused on hormone receptor negative patients, which in fact ended up just being 58 patients. The study did demonstrate that in the overall population, TDXD was associated with an improvement in both PFS and OS, as well as within the hormone receptor positive patients. And when you specifically looked at those hormone receptor negative patients, again, remember that was 58 of the patients in this trial, you can see that there was a remarkable improvement in progression-free survival going from 2.9 to 8.5 months, so a hazard ratio of 0.46. And similarly, a very impressive improvement in overall survival going from 8.3 months to 18.2 months. Certainly, we do have to keep in mind toxicities with TDXD, with one particular toxicity of interest being interstitial lung disease, which was experienced in about 12% of patients. There, unfortunately, were three patients uh, in the trial who did die from their interstitial lung disease, but most of the ILD is, in fact, low grade, but very important to be aware of this toxicity and monitor your patients for it. One of the challenges that does come up when thinking about TDXD for your patients is figuring out which patients to give TDXD to. And that is because we struggle sometimes with assessing who truly has HER2 low disease and what tumor tissue do you use to assess that? Because HER2 low status can change over time. And so what is the the tissue sample you should be using to determine if they should get it. And we saw an analysis from an analysis from Destiny Bresto 4 suggesting it really didn't matter what the tissue source was, whether it was from the original primary cancer or if it was from an immediate biopsy prior to starting therapy, the benefits that you're seeing from TDXD were similar irrespective of tissue source. So in my mind, it really means that I make a determination based on any sample over the treatment course uh, that has to have at least one HER2 low reading, even if the most immediate biopsy sample is not HER2 low, I still think about TDXD in this case. There is some controversy, though, about whether or not someone even needs to have HER2 low disease at all, and could someone have HER2 zero disease and benefit? And this stems from the DAISY trial, which did include a small cohort of patients who had HER2 zero disease in cohort three, where you can see that the response rate is about 30%. Again, these are small numbers and do need further validation, but I think is quite uh, intriguing, and I think more work is needed to better understand what level of HER2 expression is needed. We do have other ADCs outside of TDXD, including sasituzumab, and you can see that sasituzumab has similar efficacies in HER2 low and HER2 zero disease, really suggesting it doesn't matter, um, you know, if they're HER2 zero or HER2 low, that sasituzumab works irrespectively of that. So overall, I think for our HER2 low 
patients who are triple negative, I do think about TDXD or sasituzumab for these patients. Generally, I give sasituzumab first prior to TDXD because it what came from the data came from a large phase three study, whereas with DBO4, it was only a small subset of 58 patients. But I do use the agents sequentially in this setting so that patients can get exposed to both ADCs over time. Thank you so much. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME LLC, and is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.